So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA and thank you so much for joining us. No matter where you found us through your favorite podcast platform or through drbycuspid.com, we appreciate you listening and we are sending out our best thoughts and wishes to all of you right now during these historic days when there's so much uncertainty and so many things going on and so many of you dental assistants are being impacted by this. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have my dear friend, great colleague, mentor, and former president of the American Dental Assistance Association, Mary Gavoni. Hey, Mary, how are you? Hey, I'm great, Kevin. How are you today? I am good. I'm so glad you joined me today because I I think there's a lot of things that we need to be discussing right now whenever we're talking about dental assistance. And one of the biggest things that I'm hearing out there, and I know you are as well, is we know this pandemic's going to pass. We know dental practices are going to open back up, but we also know that there's going to be fear in some of the team members for walking back through those doors. And so let's talk about this a little bit. Let's get this out in the open. And Mary, I'd love to know kind of your thoughts on what this, what they're thinking and what they can do right now. Yeah, that's, I'm hearing lots of of concerns and it made me think of back to 9-11 and I was at the airport in Chicago, um, trapped there for, or stuck there for a few days. And at at the end of the week, when flights started going again, I watched the flight attendants get to the door to the jet bridge, and then they just froze because they were afraid. And and I think we're gonna see something similar to that with dental assistants, especially on-the-job trained assistants who may not have some formal education in infection control and maybe don't understand about or if they haven't what really watched a lot of things on the media about how the virus is transmitted, what I'm hearing a lot are requests from dental assistants for tips on how to approach their doctors, Mm. how to let their doctors know they're afraid to go back to work and how to refuse um, to work without appropriate personal protective equipment. And, And that's just sad to think that that they don't know what to say, how to say it to their doctors. It, it absolutely is. So so let's tackle that. I mean, what what do we say? Obviously, family has to come for everything else. Personal health has to come for anything else. But this is yeah. a tough conversation, no question. Absolutely. Well, the first thing I would suggest is that if anybody's going to have a conversation with their employer, they need to vent the anger and frustration away first. So whether it means you write down on paper the things that your inside voice wants to say, or you type it out on your computer and just get that out of your system and understand that emotions are running high, both at, for the assistant and for the doctor. And so you have to take the most logical, factual approach that you can and don't approach your doctor out of anger because that that won't work even though you are angry and that's understandable and you're fearful it's just you have to really say you know hey doctor i have some concerns about coming back to work about what kind of changes we might need to make i'm concerned for myself for my family i'm concerned for you and your family so that the doctor understands it's not just so so selfish so that's where i would start get rid of the anger then try to be practical. Then I would make sure that I was familiar with all the latest information from the CDC about COVID. Go armed with facts. Dentists are very data-driven people. They want to know 
who says that we have to do this or where does it say, where's the research that shows that we may need to make some changes. So if the dental assistants are knowledgeable about that, or they can even take a copy of the guidelines from the CDC website with them when they have a conversation to show their doctor, I think that will go a long way. Agreed. And, and I think that it's such a great point to arm yourself with the right information and come at it from a educated standpoint. And Mary, I'm going to go a little step further here because I think that the fears that the dental assistants have about going back into the practice are the same ones that a lot of those patients are going to have about coming into the practice as well. And so if an assistant can have his or her fears allayed by what's going on in there, man, that just makes them even a stronger patient advocate now because they can really explain why they feel it's safe or why they believe that they're, they're going to be okay if they're in there all day. You're absolutely right. And conversely, if the assistant is afraid and the patient is asking questions, then their fear is going to show or it's going to come through in a conversation with yep. a patient and, and you don't want that to happen. So I think more than ever, teams need to present um, when they open the practice back up again, they need to present a united front that we are united in providing the safest care for you. These are the things that we're doing and, you know, things like asking the patients to wash their hands or use a hand sanitizer as soon as they come into the office. Um, if they're sitting in the reception area for any length of time and maybe they do have a little bit of a cough they're coming in for a an emergency visit that we give them a face mask to wear while they sit there yep. um, the startling news that i heard just this afternoon coming out of um, apparently the cdc and some research is that there's been the big question right now about um, trying to understand how asymptomatic patients are infectious and spreading the virus. And they're saying that they believe that now it may be as simple as just somebody talking or, or just breathing, exhaling. And if they've been exposed, that's how it is. Well, we can't ask our patients obviously to hold their breath when they come in. So, you know, there's the, there, therein lies the, the concern about, are we going to continue to spread? Yeah. And so many people are anxious to open the practices back up and get back to normal, but we can't do it too soon or we'll just have another surge. Well, and, and if we push too soon, I think in my personal opinion here, that's just going to ramp up the fear on everybody's level about what could be, what if everything else. So, uh, you know, I, I know, like you said, dental practices are anxious to get back to normal or whatever normal may be after this. Yeah. But before that normal happens, there's going to be a lot of questions, both from the team side and the patient side, I believe. There will. And I think teams that have been maybe not the best communicators among themselves are going to really have to ramp up their communication skills. And, and it's tough to tell your doctor, you know, I'm not comfortable. I don't want to work. I'm fearful. What are we going to do about this? That I remember in my early days as a dental assistant, I would have been afraid to approach my doctor and tell him that. But now, you know, we're living in a new world. And so now we have to take that responsibility. If, if I'm afraid as an assistant to go back to work or to um, treat patients, then I owe it to my doctor and I owe it to myself, most yeah. of all, to voice that concern because doctors may just assume that 
everybody's just going to come back because they're so anxious for their full paycheck. Yeah. And, and, you know, we can't rush headlong into something uh, because like you said, a few moments ago, if there's any amount of fear in those team members, man, the patients are going to pick up on that so fast. And, and that's going to be a huge problem. Yeah, it will. That will, that will not instill confidence in those patients. And I think that many of our doctors out there are going to be relying on their team members to be the, you know, the ambassadors for the practice. And if they're doing some social media um, posts and, and, or just talking to the patients on the phone or when they come into the practice, they have got to feel so confident in the infection prevention protocols that are being followed that that patient will go out and say, wow, this was the greatest experience I could have had. I feel so safe here. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, you know, and you and I have talked about this a little bit, but so often the dental assistant before all this happened was the champion for infection control in the practice. Mm -hmm. And now that doesn't change, at least in my mind. And I think that it's something that you can always say, you know, we took care of our patients three months ago before we ever knew what this was. Now that we're past it, you know, we're going to keep taking care of you. Here's how we do it and almost use it as a, a, dare I say, a marketing tool to make sure that the patients feel more comfortable before they walk through the door. Oh, absolutely use it as a marketing tool. Um, and I think one thing that could be a really great thing for practices to do right now, if they haven't done it, is appoint one of the assistants. And because they are, as you said, typically the ones that are the the uh, champions of, of infection prevention in the practice. But to step up and either volunteer or the doctors need to appoint somebody to be that infection prevention coordinator in the practice and let the patients know here is our person that is in charge of all of our infection prevention procedures. If you have questions, you can ask him or her. Um, they'll take you on a tour of the sterilization area, whatever it is that we need to do. And then of course, with the, the OSAP and um, Danby Dale um, course, and the certification, wow, what a powerful thing that would be for a practice to be able to put, you know, on their website, their social media. You know, Mary is the infection and prevention and control coordinator in our practice. She has completed an exam to become certified in this. And we're so happy to share that with you because we know it just makes it everything safer for everyone. So see, there's a lot of other things you could be doing right now, assistants. I mean, I know Tiger King. I know Love is Blind. I get it all. Trust me. I've, I've been there, done that. But there's right now is the time to be getting your, shall we say, argument ready about what infection control may be looking like. And obviously, this is going to change with CDC and OSAP really leading the way as far as uh, what you need to know. But ramping up on your infection control knowledge, being prepared, taking that uh, certification and getting something like that to add to your resume, this is a perfect time to be doing that. And your patients will thank you for it whenever you get back to the practice. Absolutely. But, you know, the other thing that occurs to me is that if a dental assistant finds his or herself in a position where their doctor truly just shuts them down and says, it doesn't matter. I've done this for so many years and nothing's ever happened. Then they have a tough decision they may have to make that that may not be the best place for them to be working because 
before it was, you know, we knew there was some threat of infection from, you know, hepatitis B, hepatitis C, very minimal from, from HIV. But now when this is spread as simply as just being in the same room with somebody who's infectious and breathing, that changes everything. If you're asked to be in that kind of a situation, then I, I wouldn't stay there. No. And here's my Nostradamus prediction uh, right now. And we're doing this on April 2nd. So you can tell me later if I was way off base, but I think when we go back to work as a dental industry, there's going to be such a shift in who's working where and in what role in dental practices that dental assistants, you may have the opportunity, as Mary said, if that practice isn't a good fit, there may be plenty of opportunities out there for you to find a good fit. Uh, we'll see if I'm wrong, but boy, I'm hearing so many assistants say, this is a chance for me to hit the reset button right now. I totally agree with that, Kevin. I, I think that is exactly what's going to happen. Because again, it before it was like, well, you know, I can probably tolerate this. And, you know, I, maybe there's not another job available, depending on, you know, what market that, that they're in. But now it could take your life. It could take a family member's life. You know, that we heard today that that little six week old baby in Connecticut that died. It's nobody is safe from this and we know it's going to stay around for a while. So no job, in my opinion, is worth putting your life at risk. No, absolutely. And, and that is not overstaying it to say that it's a matter of life and death for a lot of people out there. I mean, there's no question about it. So it is. Uh, yeah, let, let's make sure again, just one more time, dental assistance, if this is something that you're worried about, it's okay to be worried about it, but you have to have a plan in place to, to shed or to talk about those worries. And again, not in an emotional way, but in a way that is very calm, cool, collected and educated about why you feel this way and what you feel like needs to happen for those worries to go away. Right, Mary? Absolutely. Don't just stuff those feelings down and go to work and be afraid because it will show it'll come out somehow yeah. right. and it may come out in, in an inappropriate way um, that puts other people makes other people afraid or or makes other people angry perhaps and yes it takes some courage to have those tough conversations but you can practice if you're if you're at home and not at the office right now you can practice what you're going to say and you know practice in front of your family whatever and have them critique you but but do it don't just stuff your feelings and you know dental assistants i and mary i believe feels this way as well we we've always said it's great for you all to talk to each other if you can find a dental assistant out there and you all can talk about what you're feeling, you all can talk about your fears, you all can talk about how you're going to handle it, there's been no better time than right now to make that connection and network with some of your peers out there. Absolutely. Or even with your team members. Yeah. Because if I'm a member of a dental team, they're pro and I'm afraid, probably my other team members are as well. And so then you have a choice of either going in and voicing your fears to your doctor um, individually or go as a group, Yep. whatever you feel the most comfortable with. And you know, your doctors better than anybody and know how he or she would respond to maybe feeling ganged up on or not, or whether they'd yeah. rather have a private conversation, but talk about those things, talk among each other. Yeah. Leave the torches and pitchforks. That's, that's <laughs> a good piece of advice there, but yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, come with, come with the knowledge, come with the uh, belief. And, you know, and, and one thing that I'm such a believer in is if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to. And right now, you've got to believe in yourself and what you know, those core values that you have within you. So, Mary, I know you are such a great, not only a great advocate for dental assistance, but you're a great source of information whenever it comes to infection control and prevention. So would you mind giving uh, your contact info just in case an assistant out there wants to reach out to you to ask a question? Oh, absolutely, Kevin. Thank you. They can reach me by email at Mary at Mary. Gavoni, G-O-V-O-N-I.com, or through my website, MaryGavoni.com, or on Facebook, Mary Gavoni and Associates. And also, I have another Facebook page that's Superstar Dental Assistance. So there's lots of ways. <laughs> Mary is out there. There's no question about that. So if you can't find her, you're not looking hard enough. I hate to tell you. So, <laughs> well, Mary, thanks. I always enjoy talking to you and appreciate your insights. Thanks. So uh, same here, Kevin. And thank you for your support of dental assisting. Absolutely. And thanks to all of you. We know that these are some tough choices for you right now. We know that for a lot of you, these are tough times. And just know that we're here with you. We're going to keep bringing you information that can help you through these days because we are going to get back to dentistry. And we want to make sure that you're as equipped as possible when that day happens for you to walk into that practice and not only feel safe, but also feel valued, feel educated, and feel like that you make the difference that you do every day for your patients. So keep listening to us here on the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. We'll keep bringing you some great information. And hey, stay safe. Stay healthy and stay educated. Together we rise.